Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania editor for the Center Square. And joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania reporter, Anthony Hennon. This week, budget hearings kicked off in the legislature, and that means that the Pennsylvania State System of Higher Education got its chance to go before Senate lawmakers this time and talk about its budget needs. They want another year of tuition freezes, but also offered vague support for a broad plan that Shapiro announced earlier this month to make college tuition more affordable. So, Anthony, tell us more about what lawmakers wanted to know and what Pashi had to say. Yeah, uh, on one level, I wish I could tell you a lot of this hearing had a sense of frustration uh, simply because Pashi Chancellor Dan Greenstein did not have the answers that legislators craved. You know, Shapiro is coming out here with a you know blueprint for a higher ed reform plan of combining Pennsylvania state universities with the community college system of trying to get tuition down to, you know, 1000 per semester for students making up to the family median income of $70,000, um, a lot of these big plans. But Pashi is kind of in the dark here. Uh, legislators would ask him, you know, how much money would Pashi receive? And Shapiro's proposal, uh, Greenstein said, I can't answer that question. Um, when he asked about how the plan would affect university endowments and control over that, uh, Greenstein replied, I don't know. We simply are at a position where Pashi is basically in the same spot as the public as far as what information is going on. The governor has you know, an advisory committee kind of working through these ideas and thinking, which some Pashi uh, university presidents are a part of, but uh, Greenstein is not, even though he's the chancellor of the entire system. So Pashi is talking about you know, getting more investment so they can freeze tuition for the seventh year. And arguing that when you invest in institutions, you see improvements with student outcomes. When you invest in affordability, you see enrollment improvements. But Greenstein, you know, repeated himself all throughout this this hearing that a lot of these answers uh, he simply does not have, and he would like to know just as much as legislators would. One of the quotes that you have in your story is the chancellor saying that it's a process, and he said, you know. Is it Zen when you say I'm surrendering to the river? So basically, he's trusting the process here. So even though he doesn't have any of the specifics about exactly how this uh, tuition affordability plan would work, he thinks that it's a worthwhile thing to do because the system is so invested in increasing enrollment. But it's not a, a tuition capping proposal would not be the only substantial change that the system's made in the last couple of years. And it sounds like from your reporting that lawmakers are concerned with all of the changes they've made. Are they achieving the goals that they want to achieve? And, you know, what kind of what more metrics do they want to feel better about the results of what the system has been doing? Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of hard to say. You know, what one one of the sticking points here was talking about the recently combined universities of Penn West and Commonwealth, um, which are basically two universities that were formerly six, one, you know, relatively out east, one out west. And, you know, Greenstein de- uh, described these changes as root and branch reform of academic programs and a com- complete reorganization of personnel. But legislators weren't really getting all the information they would like. You know, one thing that kept coming up was, you know, how much money are we saving from this? And the chancellor was not necessarily giving as much information as they would have liked or some very clear cut things, Um, which on one hand, 
is fair simply because these mergers are, you know, they're new. It's hard to compare this when it's only a year or so in. Um, it could be, you know, another few years before we really get a sense of whether we save money. But he was also arguing, you know, this combination was not done with an eye toward actually reducing costs. This was done with an eye toward the future of making sure these universities are viable and are run well and have enough academic offerings. Um, So a contentious moment came with Senator Kristen Phillips Hill, who's from the York area. She said, we can't seem to get these new integrated systems to perform appropriately. If the education being provided is a value and is relevant, you would see an enrollment increase. Now we're going to take this on. You have no answers. And I'm really, really concerned. I'm leaving here even more concerned than I came into this hearing. So, you know, this is this is an interesting back and forth, I think, because Republicans are not rejecting Shapiro's idea of a big, dramatic reform plan for higher ed in the state. But I think the longer that they go without really getting some clear or quick answers or being involved in this process of what a reform actually look like, I think it's going to be a much harder much harder compromise down the row of whether Shapiro can really get what he wants with this plan. Um, I, I think the longer that the public or legislators are really kept in the dark, uh, the harder a sell this is going to be. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Anthony Hennon, I'm Kristen Smith. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. He ran for state office and was beaten, started a business and failed, ran for Congress and lost. But thankfully, Abraham Lincoln didn't give up. Persistence. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.